You're listening to the Set Life Podcast with Reed Petre. The only weekday show dedicated to news, tech, tips, and techniques on all things cinematography. Today, it's all about the fun stuff. Uh, five tips for creating a stunning talking head setup. Let's get into it. So first, I like to focus on the background first and then work on the foreground. Now, why, you say? Why focus on the background? Um, because in an interview talking head setup um, where you don't have a ton of money, ton of crew, it is far easier to affect the foreground and your subject than it is to affect a huge portion of the background. Um, you're going to see more of the background than the foreground. And so by creating and setting up a, a really aesthetically pleasing shot and focusing on the background, what the background's going to look like, um, you can kind of save yourself time and energy by um, not, not having to force the background in many ways. You can kind of keep it as is um, because you like it and you pick that out and that's the best looking and then um, work from there. Um, Yes. So focusing on the background first. Now, what makes a good background? What makes a good background? Um, I like to uh, watch for reflections. So that means that, you know, whenever you're setting up a shot, are you seeing crew? Are you going to see lighting in uh, glass? So this could be cabinets. This could be doors, windows, panes of glass, uh, even picture frames. Um, especially if it's there's a bright source like a key, you might see it in the picture frame. Uh, and so being aware, looking, seeing where the reflections are going to come from, where the glass is, and then setting up a camera um, in relation to that so that it's not going to be an issue. Um, second thing I, I try and look for in a, in a good background is uh, try to avoid obnoxious shapes and lines. Anything that's going to stick out, um, that's that's going to draw the attention away from foreground and the subject to the background, I want to avoid. So that can be, um, it could be a really dark line, uh, you know, like a frame of a window that's just kind of, you know, right there, right behind the um, subject's head. Or it could be a, a massive window that's really, really blown out. Um, that's just does not look flattering, does not look good, and it draws your attention away from the subject. So you want to, uh, you know, kind of avoid those, um, avoid that. Uh, third thing is uh, I like to allow um, the natural light sources in the environment to aid in the setup. So that is using... Um, uh, a lamp practical in the background as a backlight or a kicker. I like to use sun streaming through windows or a 
you know, a sliding door as key. Um, and like setting up the subject so that 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 sunlight that's coming through can be utilized as a key. And so, you know, essentially instead of blocking out windows and setting up your own key, which I mean you could do, but it would take more time uh, and more equipment, you can actually, you know, have something set up and, you know, have all the pieces in place depending on where, you know, the light sources are in the room. Um, and, and it can actually, you could speed up um, by thinking about that and thinking about how these, the windows or the practicals could actually be used into your lighting setup uh, to help you move faster and more efficiently. Um, another thing is I like to key and fill from the same side if possible. So um, most people are taught uh, three-point lighting. Um, you've got the key on one side, the fill on the other side, and then one's brighter than the other, right? Um, what I don't necessarily like about having the key and fill on separate sides is you're getting double shadow at times, depending on how bright your, your fill is uh, and how bright your key is, but you may end up getting double shadows, which is not flattering. Um, and so what I like to do to avoid it is actually have the key and the fill coming from the same direction similar and having the fill almost above camera, almost kind of in front, uh, frontal light so that it's giving the fill into the shadow side, but we're not getting a double shadow from two different angles um, that, that could be uh, distracting. And so by doing that, you're, you're able to kind of create the create more of the illusion of one light source um, and it's just kind of wrapping as opposed to two separate light sources. Uh, and then the fifth thing is um, I like to mix up color temps. Uh, there's a lot of people um, that I've talked to who are get so strung up on on keeping the same color temps all the same. So it's like, oh man, like, all right, we got to, you know, we're having the sunlight come through here. So we've got to have the daylight film. We got to have the daylight in the background. We got to, you know, it's just got to, it's got to all match color temp. But you know what? I really love some color contrast, um, especially having a different color temp uh, for fill uh, and then key. So you've got this kind of nice, uh, along with uh, a luminance value um, contrast, there's actually a little bit of color in there, color contrast. And same with the background too. Um, I like, I, I find it fun to, if you've got daylight as a key, uh, backlighting with a tungsten light or something warm. Um, I love splashing tungsten light in the background, uh, you know, in, in that kind of scenario too. It's just fun. Um, mixing up the color temperatures can make it a very uh, interesting shot and not so monochromatic. And uh, I think it could add a lot of life uh, naturalism to the, to the shot. So that is it for today. Five tips on how to make a stunning talking head. If you really enjoyed this, if you like listening to me blab on, um, you can rate, review um, on iTunes or wherever you get this podcast. Uh, it really helps out. Um, and, uh, and I love kind of creating this stuff. I love diving into it. And I hope you do too. Anyways, that is it for today. Uh, talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. Have questions? Email the setlife podcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get this podcast. <laughs>